Drink, Drank, Drunk, DC edition. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. And if you are new here, welcome. Welcome to Never Judge a Brook by its cover. I'm your host, Brooke Nicole, and I'm super happy to be here, of course. As always, thank you guys for tuning in. I typically give a life update, but being that the last episode, year 25, the Renaissance was literally all about my life and my updates, I'm just going to cut to the chase and start off with selfie care. So for this week's selfie care, I decorated my house. I bought decorations. I'm saying decorations. I bought really bought decor. Come on, Brooke, you're an adult. Say that. I bought decor for the house. I bought some more frames to go in my room. I changed my bed around and stuff. And I feel like that just gave me, instead of like high anxiety, it gave me a little bit more self-care to see something new in the house. Um, I added like a vinyl player. I bought a new vinyl, the Solange vinyl. And I'm super excited about that. So that was really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I still have like so much to do here. Like I live, I've only lived here for a year and the first year I did not really do anything new. I just brought all of my furniture and stuff from Hyattsville, but like I really want to do a little bit more in the house just because I'm here all the time and I like to look around and it actually be something. So the record holder that I got, it says now playing. And so when the record is playing, it holds there. And I'm just like looking at new things that I can do. I want to put something behind the couch and all of that, you know, like just taking my time with it, but still giving myself the patience and grace to do some self-care around the house. So I've enjoyed that this week. As always, please make sure to tag us in your selfie care or whatever practices that you are doing this week or last week to take care of yourself. Um, As always, I just want to see them. So make sure you check our Instagram at never judge a brook pod and we will be looking forward to seeing your selfie care i'm just moving right along today um next we're gonna do our real life politics segment real life politics real life politics okay so for real life politics um i don't have the luxury of last real life politics i was like i was in jamaica i didn't know what was going on in america well now i know what's going on in america Um, We had our first mass shooting. It really isn't our first one, but this one was more casualties. When I mean first, I meant first of the new year, but I was looking up on CNN as well. And this is not the first one of the new year. I think this one just had more casualties and it was definitely geared towards the Asian community. So um, this year so far, we've had so many to count, like there's been some in VNC and N. There's been 35 mass shootings in the United States so far. And we're only, what, 25 days in the new year. It's January 25th. Um, that is crazy. This happened in Monterey Park. And if you guys did not hear, the death toll is now rise to 11 people. And there are nine still injured and still in the hospital. The gunman was 72 years old. He was also Asian and he ended up doing self-inflicted harm to himself. So they, by a gunshot. So they ended up finding him dead on Sunday after he did the mass shooting. There were 11 victims that died. And um, 
it's just so sad. And a lot of people from my job specifically have like taken off work just to pay their respects. And it harms the community. Like mass shootings don't only affect the shooter or the people that have been shot in their families. It like really plays a big toll in our community and how we feel as people and what our next few days look like like are we scared to go to the park are we scared to go to Walmart are we scared you know like just to name a few places where mass shootings have occurred so this is real life politics and of course we I haven't come with any like exciting news for real life politics but just to keep everybody keep everybody up to date um we are still praying that the nine that are in the hospital pull through and that our just our toll goes down for the rest of the year because 35 and 25 days is just crazy and they listed out each state and how many injuries and how many deaths so this is just a lot right now plus I've mentioned my views on gun violence before and just to say like I hate guns, but it's just ridiculous. Like to me it is. And so it's just so sad because a lot of this doesn't even have to happen. So, um, yeah, it's just crazy. If you want more on the story, I get my news from CNN. You can always go on CNN or any other news source to listen and view the news that is going on and especially more on this story. Cause when it comes out, I know there'll be another update when this podcast comes out that I won't be able to share because the pod will already be out. So definitely look into it for yourself. Um, Yeah. All right. So let's get into this week's episode, drink, drink, drunk, DC edition. So many people ask me about what it's like to live in DC since I moved from Raleigh or since I moved from North Carolina period. And what is the differences? Like, what do I do when I go out? And a lot of people just come up here to go out. And so I decided to get some of the people that I hang out with, some of the people that are like just here in the city, famous in the city for going out and decided to put them on a podcast so we can talk about it. So as always, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Um, I went to school to undergrad with two of the guys, Isaiah and John. I went to grad school with Shantess, who is now considered the mayor of U Street. U Street is a popular street in DC. You'll hear us reference it a lot in the podcast. And then Fawn, if you are ever in DC and you look on TikTok or social media and you want to look up a party, you want to look up places to eat, places to go, places to hang out, you are going to come across this man's videos on TikTok. So he has like built this whole community on just DC nightlife. And so I asked him, I was so shy to ask him and he said, yes, that he would come. So I, we really took in a lot of his insight. We talked about it from our perspective of going out. Um, I did speak a lot on this podcast as well, because one of the girls that I got was unable to come. So I didn't want Shantess to feel like she's the, she was the only girl. So I decided to put in my two cents as well. Also, This is the first group of guests that I've had for the new year. So I was super excited about that. And this is the first time I've had three guys. So it was cool to get like a male's perspective on going out. And we also talked about the differences of being a woman going out, being a male going out. Um, We're all in our 20s. So 
that's the only perspective that we knew what to give and how to give it. Each person had their own different opinion. So with no further ado, I will now play the episode. Of course, I hope you guys enjoy it and listen to it and love it as much as I do because I've really had a great time recording this one. Okay, what's up, everyone? You are now entered into Never Judge a Brook podcast. I'm super excited today, and I have some special guests with me. So if you can all just introduce yourself. Um, my name is Fawn. I'm from North Carolina, and I post DC content on TikTok. Hi, everybody. My name is Chantess Robinson. I'm originally from Queens, New York, and I also post DC content on Twitter, um, specifically surrounded by um, spots on U Street. So I've dubbed myself the mayor of U Street. So the content I post is considering a bars, clubs, lounges, and brunch spots on U Street. I'm Isaiah Moore. Uh, I'm from North Carolina originally, and I've been in DC a little over three years now. Uh, how you doing, everybody? Uh, I am Jonathan Morris. And I am uh, I'm a Washingtonian. Been here uh, all my life, so met these great people here. So I'm glad to be here. All right, cool. So the first question is, what made you move? I know we have some new North Carolina people, and I was gonna say, what made you move to DC, or what made you come back? Because John, you came back to DC. I'll start. I moved to DC for school. <laughs> um, I got into American University and I was like, let me just move here. Um, and it's crazy because I've only applied to DC schools. So I kind of figured I was going to be here and I didn't really know about like the black life here. Or, yeah, I just never like knew that I knew it was black and I knew it was all black because my mom is from here, which a lot of my podcast listeners know, but I just didn't see myself moving here. And so I'm really glad I did. So yeah, when way you guys move to DC? Um, I came here in 2015, I think, for the Million Man March. And I was a junior in college and I wasn't 21 yet. But somehow I snuck into Griffin's brunch and day party on a Sunday. <laughs> I don't know how it happened, but it happened. So I went to a brunch at like 20 years old, bottomless brunch, day party. And after that experience, <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I got to move here. So <laughs> graduated college, lived in Charlotte for like six months, and then eventually found my way up here. That's how I got here. And I'm like, I feel that. Okay. Uh, I'll go next. Uh, so after I graduated college, I was really just um, applying to a lot of jobs. And I feel like with my major, it'll probably be kind of smoother to get like a government job. So I was just applying. I was on USA jobs like every day, just <laughs> searching and applying like every day, every day. And uh, I finally, I had like two different jobs uh, in DMV area. One was in Arlington and the other one was actually um, in DC. And I got the one that was in DC. And so I moved here. It was a long process to actually get the job. But after the interview process and all that, I was in DC. Um, well, what made me really come back was um, my involvement in the hospitality industry. Um, I came back home and I was a uh, restaurant manager. So that really just, you know, it spoke to me. You know, it, it was a reason to come back home. And plus, um, missed birthdays in college. It, it really, like, it hurt. So it was good to just come back home. Um, I, too, went to grad school at American. 
And um, I went to undergrad in Salisbury, Maryland, and it was like really rural for me. And I was like, for my next degree, or like, even if I didn't pursue grad school, I wanted to move to DC anyway, because I was looking for a, another city. Um, being from New York, I just missed that city life. I've missed getting around easily. And I also did a lot of partying when I was in New York. So I kind of knew that DC's nightlife was similar. So I was like, oh, at least I'll be able to continue to party like I want to party and find new hobbies. So I came to DC because it kind of reminded me of home and um, it has like a lot of the same benefits. All right, cool. Can you see yourself, and this is for anybody, like could y'all see yourselves moving somewhere else? And if you could, where would you move to? I'm just curious. I always said that the idea was to be in DC for, so DC was supposed to be a pit stop on my journey to New York. So I was supposed to be in DC for like a year to two years after that, get in, get out and go to New York, but it didn't happen that way. So I was here for like a year and a half and then COVID happened, went back to North Carolina, worked from home there and I came back and then I found TikTok and I kind of just got, not the word isn't trapped, but it kind of just like fell into my lap. Like, okay, this is kind of cool. I guess I can put this New York on a back burner, but I still spend a lot of time in New York and I'm probably like at least once a month. So I kind of want to do like the living everywhere. Yeah. So in an ideal in an ideal world, if I could have like a home in like Maryland, uh, go to like New York for two weeks, go to LA for two weeks and just like, kind of like just rotate back and forth. That's what I would yeah. do. I've seen this girl do that. <laughs> so it's possible. I think for the age that I'm at right now, like 24, I think DC is a really good place for like young black professionals, young black creatives, pretty much for any industry. And also that I'm in politics, so I think it's good. I think the only other like place I'd move to would be like Atlanta or something, um, just because it's still like a bustling city um, or maybe Houston, I've heard that something coming as well. But I think just with DC, I might stay around a few just like Fawn said, I might want to get a house in Maryland or something. I can't see me like owning a home in DC. I'd like to be adjacent to DC if I got older and decided to stay here. But I think for now, just being young and black, this is kind of like the best city to be in. Uh, yeah, I kind of want to piggyback on what she said. I know Brooke said don't do the, the head nods, but, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So DC, I do like it here. But if I were to go to another city, Atlanta would definitely be one. Uh, and maybe somewhere in Texas, either like the Houston or Dallas market, but I would prefer to be somewhere that's like on the East Coast. So if I did have to go like back home to North Carolina, it wouldn't have to be a flight. I can just take the drive. But I think Atlanta is probably like the only other spot or Charlotte as well back in North Carolina. Uh, what, part of North, what part of North Carolina are you from? Uh, from the 252, like uh, the Greenville area, you know, Greenville. At? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm from Greensboro. Oh, Greensboro. Okay. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. yeah. Since we're doing that, I'm from Raleigh. <laughs> the capital. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, for me, I feel like I could see myself moving somewhere else, but I told myself I would give me a couple more years out here just because it's for my job market right now and like what I want to do in life. So I feel like that would be good to stay here because there's so many connects and good connections, but I do want to move to LA. And even with all the rain and the, everything, it used to be like the fires and stuff. I don't know. It's always been a, like appealing to me. And when I went out there, I fell in love. So I just want to go back. Um, I would definitely say, I would definitely say Charlotte, um, especially with like just having a lot of friends down there. Um, and plus like going to Winston, 
the whole Winston to Charlotte connection is really, you know, it's really strong. So I would definitely say I would move to Charlotte. Yeah, it's it's a little slower too, you know. You know, we're getting older, man. So mm. <laughs> gotta chill out. Say so, now, let me stop. But um, but seriously, though, I, it would definitely be Charlotte for me. Definitely Charlotte. That's crazy. I feel like Charlotte is the up and coming spot to be now. Like for real, I've noticed that. I um, went to I went to college in Charlotte, and I don't know. I feel like it was kind. Of, I went to USC Charlotte. Okay. And I didn't get to experience like Charlotte nightlife. So I feel like when you're in college, all you know is your university bubble. So that's mm-hmm. all I knew. So even when I go back to Charlotte now, I'm like I don't know what to do. No clubs, no bars, because that wasn't my experience. If it wasn't in a university area, I don't know nothing about it. Yeah. But like now they got a lot of little a little spots out there. Yeah. Um, but okay, so it's going out in DC a new way to like meet new people. And like I know a lot of people came from out of town. So is this like a good way to build a community? I think it's definitely a way to network. And I know people don't usually associate nightlife with networking, but I think especially in D.C. with just having so many people in different professions, like you never know who you'll be out with. It doesn't matter if you're at brunch, it doesn't matter if you're in the club, like somebody else is always like pursuing like different cool opportunities that you can partake in. So I think like that might be one of the staples and like, you know, connecting with people, finding out what's new in the city. And there's so many things to do with nightlife, like aside of just like partying and going to brunch. Like there's like sipping pains and karaoke night, same thing kind of like around in the same circle of nightlife stuff, but there's always something to do. There's always people to meet. And I think other than like work, it's like, how else would you meet people in DC or in general, if you don't go out? I feel like my first year that I was here, cause we were supposed to say how long we lived here. I've only been here for two, but the first year that I was here and I was like in Hyattsville, um, it was a little bit, I didn't go out as much as I do now since I'm in DC. And I just feel like going out has definitely done that. Like you can meet new people and stuff. But at first I was like, I'm not meeting anybody. I hate it here. I want to go back to North Carolina. <laughs> and I feel like now I, I'm like grateful to have the people that I go out with or like even meet others to go out with. So I think that part is cool. Um, yeah, I think for me, I don't know. It's kind of the opposite. I think I probably see people here and there in nightlife, but I really meet my friends through friends. So let's say I have a friend from like Charlotte coming in town, they're trying to hang out. They got a friend here too. So I like everybody, like group them and their friends. So I meet their friend. Okay, they're pretty cool. So I'm kind of like a friend stealer. You bring your friend around, they got good vibes. I'm like, all right, bet. Like we can just all hang out. Um, I think when nightlife, when I'm trying to make friends in it, everybody's just we're just always drunk for the most part so it's like the conversation just doesn't really go anywhere but like I like random like cookouts like random events at like house gatherings that's really where I think I like found my community yeah and I like kind of like to add to what he said uh definitely the, the friends still are definitely like meeting people through other people is definitely like one of the best ways but also I'll go to a happy hour I'll just go like by myself sometimes and I'll just sit at the bar get a drink mm-hmm. and you see somebody y'all start having a conversation you know just because people in dc they love to be like what do you do for work oh my god that's like the number one question <laughs> yeah <laughs> do that uh so yeah i just don't like that question but that's a story for another day uh <laughs> we haven't had but yeah definitely that i was just definitely trying to meet people outside the city <laughs> and also um i think like 
it's a couple like professional type groups in like the city that they have like for young black people in general. So, um, I definitely believe it's a way to network. Uh, going out is the way to network. Um, you see so many people, um, you follow them, right? Let's say you see somebody, you know, you everybody has that drunk conversation, you know, you know, yeah. but yeah, let's say you'll connect with somebody, right? <laughs> <laughs> but like next thing you know like you didn't found a therapist like I've actually found a great therapist at um at a Halloween party I was at you know what I'm saying like so yeah and that's and it's like you never know like but obviously in that moment like you were you you kind of just out of it but I think it is a great way to network especially in the city man especially you street it's a great place. hey you street uh, Shout uh, out to I the mayor, man. <laughs> I feel the same though. I feel like it's just like what y'all were saying about where do you, what do you do for work? I honestly hate that question too. But that's just like a DC, I guess, like staple. But I don't know. Zay said something that made me want to like bring this back up about going to the bars by yourselves. Do you, I think it's like more comfortable for guys to do that because I don't do that, Ooh. and I don't know if it's because yeah. I'm a girl. Do you do that, Shanta? I do do that, like happy hours sometimes. It's, I think it's dependent on like where you live too. Like, yeah. if you're like surrounded by like a lot of bars and clubs, like you know, you go into a hole in the wall sometimes, right? I'm not going down U Street by myself till there was a happy hour. But like, if there's a place by me and I go to happy hour real quick, and that's like how Zay said, that's how you connect, you make a little chit chat here and there, you know, and then that's it. I love going to happy hours by myself sometimes. I feel like I'm kind of, I feel like I'm opposite of a lot of things. But when I go to like happy hours dolo, I don't be going to like talk to people. That may sound so crazy. But when I sit at the bar, I'm like, yeah, I'm just here, get my food, get my drink, got my headphones in. I'm just vibing, getting my food and drinking. I don't know. I feel like I'm not that kind of person to like just strike conversation with somebody random. People might think that, but I'm more like a, (laughs) "Mm, I don't really. I got to let my social energy come back up. I got to recharge. So I don't know. That's kind of how I see it for me. It's crazy because I feel like before COVID, I was so like extroverted and I used to, oh my God. But like now I feel like if I don't know you, I do the same thing. Like if I do go out by myself, I'm not talking to anybody. So it's (laughs) just like, uh, I feel. I just feel like, I feel like we know how to perform well. Like I know how to perform. Like I can turn on my extrovert side like that. Like whenever I go to events, I don't know, like a flip turn on in my head and I'm ready. Sometimes I get back to my apartment. You're I'm chilling. on my couch for the whole day. Like, <laughs> yeah. My battery is dead. Like, vibing. Yeah, I feel that 100%. Um, so the question that everybody wants to know, no, I'm just kidding. How much does it cost or how much would one night cost you? And I see y'all laughing in DC. <laughs> and- <laughs> And does that differ from where you're from? So how much how much will one night cost you is like the first question. And like explain your night. Like what's your night? I think it, it depends on the day. Cause you know, everyone says like DC's like brunch to day party to nightclub pipeline is so real. So even a night is like, did I start at 2 p.m. at brunch or is this a night where I'm just going out? I feel like a night where you just go out like around nine, ten o'clock. I think the bare minimum I've spent out is like maybe $150. And that's like, that's like at least, like that's just getting the night started. 
that's no parking, that's maybe food if I decide to eat while I drink, which is rarely, that's just drinks. And then if you're talking about sections, you know, you split the section up, that's another extra hundred or some change on top of that. But yeah. um, I think DC, it differs for me, because like I said, I grew up in New York, born and raised, and I partied a lot in um, Queens where I'm from, but I also partied in different boroughs like Manhattan and Brooklyn. And their nightlife differs a little bit because like, usually once you go to the club, you just stay at that club and you know, the whole night. I found myself in DC like bar hopping a lot or club yes. hopping, which then starts to add up. So, <laughs> so one club I might get a drink that's twenty five dollars. I might get another drink that's another twenty five. Another club I go to the drinks might be you know ten dollars. I end up getting a whole bunch of drinks. But I think that I like differs from where I'm from is that like the club culture there is a little bit different. So I feel like in New York I would dance more. DC, I think, is more about like not flexing really, but you'll be there, you'll be cool, and you enjoy the atmosphere. Whereas, like, nobody be dancing or nothing like that. Like, I might have my phone out with my little ring light and call it a night. But, um, <laughs> <Come> on, ring <laughs> light. <laughs> I think that's just where the culture differs a little bit. Yeah. I would say definitely probably like 200, like, minimum. Like, you're going to spend it because, for one, I'm going to take an Uber there. Uber there is probably like 10, 15 hours. Then the Uber back home late at night coming off like U Street. Everybody trying to get home. Everybody drunk. That's 40. Then <laughs> then sometimes the guys got to pay to get in. Oh, you know, yeah. Wanna, yeah, they get in the door. They can, yeah, nigga, they can charge 10, 15, 20, whatever they want to charge, really. So then you add that. Then you get inside. You got drinks. Drinks, they're going to range from 15 to 25 dollars. A shot, you're going to pay. Damn, they're twenty dollars. Twenty dollars for the shot. Yeah, twenty dollars shot. And then the worst thing is the automatic twenty percent gratuity. That's, oh yeah. That's, yeah, that's like something. But you don't want to take the workers. But you don't want to take the workers. I don't support the workers. Yeah. So then once you get lit, then you start doing nigga stuff. You want to buy buy people shots. You, you <laughs> board around for like, the guys. You added another hundred on top of the two hundred you already plan on spending. Yeah. So and like, I think the best thing to do if you really want to go out in DC and like stay like within like your budget, go out with cash and not your card because once the cash gone, that's gone. The card <laughs> gonna swipe forever. That's smart. That's so smart. I like that. I like that, Zay. That was really good, man. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. you, man. Yeah. No, that was good though. Because it's it's really like that. Oh, it's it really is. like that, man. <laughs> I feel like it does differ with the um the price for guys and girls because I'm not paying to get in at all. I mean, most times. And then like, I mean, but it's still expensive. Don't get me wrong. It's still expensive, but it's like it definitely the cost is different because it's like you don't have to pay to get in. Typically with you with your girls you're going to split the uber so or you buy one uber there they get the other one back and then it's just like when you get there you get your i don't know i have like a i'm buying one drink for myself or maybe like two <laughs> drinks for myself for that i'm not paying for nothing i'm gonna meet a good old friend and they're gonna oh you want to buy shots let's buy shots let's buy round like that's how i feel so I typically stay in my price range, but that's just because I'm not a flexor. I'm just chilling. I have a lot of responsibilities. I'm an adult, you know? Um, so the rent don't pay itself. And so, yeah, I just feel like that's what I do. But 
the night that I did go out when I didn't have my friends, I was, it was sad enough. I was spending, <laughs> spending shots, buying shots for me and my, like, it was just, it just adds up. So I feel like the minimum for me personally, somebody that can do a reasonable is like a hundred, 120, but like, that's like the minimum. And then like, what you why you do that there is no way i feel like that must be a great night you know I, I do that though i feel like it's possible Thank you. i, I like, never it's i feel so like on a chill on a chill night in dc i could spend under 150 dollars. me too maybe under 100 now when it's not a chill night um so i have like a, it's a lot of friends like a lot of dudes so it's probably like seven of us so for instance we're gonna go to park so it was one night i went to park <laughs> we got we went to park just for dinner just like some chill dinner we just eat in the dinner was like too. the dinner was like 80 dollars like bad and then my friend said y'all trying to go upstairs and get a section i said what so <laughs> so it's only like it's only like four of us so if you know when you're getting a section for the most part only the dudes are going to put in so the more dudes you have in your section are the best but you don't want that many dudes so it ended up being like what a game <laughs> there's only like there's only like five of us in the section upstairs and they want the one by the stage and i'm just like i don't know what type of black guy niggas is living but it's gonna be expensive <laughs> ass night so the first bottle come out and these niggas don't like just going like casamigo they want to get like damn clops and i'm like y'all are y'all are crazy like let's get a normal bottle so the minimum for most clubs are like like two bottles or something so our two bottles come out i think we're good and they said let's get another one so that's three bottles now these bottles be ranging from like y'all know like from like 300 and up yeah so it was like 600 bottles each and then there's like the gratuity and then the taxes so it came probably to like i don't know like 1900 so hmm. i think it was like five or four of us and you split it so the next morning i got my cash app request for like 400 and something dollars <laughs> and i was like i thought we was just going to dinner and that's just not what happened <laughs> You yeah, now things can definitely like escalate crazy just out of nowhere. Just especially if, like never... it's like a good vibe or something like that. It just it just escalates. I'm like, how do we get here? We started at dinner now. Nah, <laughs> and a big thing for DC, and I don't know, I had never done it. You gotta split the bill all the time. Like that blows me, and it's only because yeah, I'm the friend that I want to pay for what I ate because no, I'm vegetarian. Yeah. I don't eat. <laughs> People be getting chicken wings for appetizers and stuff, and I don't eat that, so I don't want to pay for it. And like I hate looking broke, so I have to just go in and say, yeah, I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I just want everybody to know if you go out with me, I literally hate splitting the bill. I just think it's like so annoying. But that's such a thing here. Like you have to split the three hundred, four hundred dollar bill, and it's just like why? I didn't yeah, know. No, I hate when they do that too. I hate that yeah. too. <laughs> Another thing that we just. Yeah. <laughs> um, how often are y'all out in the city? <laughs> Listen, last summer was very ugly. I just okay. feel like I was just that was like the first real summer post COVID. And oh, yeah. I feel like outside just never closed. So I was outside like every single weekend, like Thursday through Sunday. Oof. And it just got ugly and tiring. And so for, for the fall time, I just fell back, relaxed. But that's hard because my followers are like, we need to move, like we need the content. I'm yeah. like, yo, I'm tired. Like, and it sucks because like <laughs> The type of content that I post revolves around nightlife. So if I don't feel like going out, I don't know what they're going to get me at the crib watching TV. And they're like, no, <laughs> tell me. They want to see me going to the club, like, spending money. I'm like, are y'all about to pay for this? 
No, I definitely agree with that. I was just talking to Brooke about that like the other day. Like I've only been in DC a year and I feel like last summer, since it was my first summer in DC, like I was going out to every place, every club, every weekend. And it wasn't even like a Thursday through Sunday thing. Like sometimes I'd be at Taco Tuesday and then end up in the club on a Tuesday. Like it, it like you said, like you might think you started on dinner, you might think you started on brunch or happy hour, and then the night just continues and going on and on. So yeah. yeah. I definitely agree with that. But I was almost like an every weekend thing. And since I'm also starting out with posting content. It, it is true. It's like, okay, like my father's going to see what spots is lit. And I can't just tell you, you're not going to believe me. I got to have video evidence. So it's like, now I got to go to the club. Can't really fully enjoy the club because I got to get the phone out, make sure I'm recording. And it does become taxing, but it was like a, almost every weekend thing. I think one of my 2023 resolutions was to not be in the club as much. Maybe like do maybe a nice once a weekend, once a month thing, maybe two weekends a month. But you never know because just plans just always keep going. It's never just one thing. Friday, Saturday, I'm definitely doing something for sure. And then could you because somebody going to do a, a brunch on Saturday, and then Friday, niggas just got off work. You had a yeah. long week. Yeah. You want to do something because you got to like you want to do something. You don't just want to be in the house again, especially if you work from home. You'd have been in the house all day on a Friday. You mm-hmm. got up a little early around four. You want to go out and do something, have some fun. So definitely Friday, Saturday, and probably Sunday, I'm going out too. Probably. John? Um, I would definitely say I try to go out, man, right now. Twice a month. Twice a month. Because when you go out, you go out. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, Like, you, you make it count. Yeah. So I definitely would say for me, like, right now, it's, it's just... Just chill, but I mean, obviously, you know, when the weather get better, oh yeah, man, we at least three weekends out the month, we try to do it, but most likely, you know, the guys, you know, they, sort of like they said, you know, you get off work, man, on Friday, it's like, ooh, all right, uh, now we go to happy hour, you know, that's the thing to do, you sit on the water, like, another thing that they do in D.C. is like a lot of outdoor seating, right, you yeah. see a lot of scenery, um, the scenery in the city is just like it's beautiful no matter where you at yeah I don't know I feel like I don't go out as much as everybody so I just and I'm quick to say no and I feel like that's what everybody needs to learn you have to say no <laughs> if I don't want to do it I'm not gonna do it so yeah sometimes I mean I've definitely gone out a little bit more um now and especially since the new year started like I was just talking to my grandpa he was like you was out on Tuesday Sunday Monday I literally went out the whole week and so I just feel like and I hate looking like that (laughs) but no I feel like yeah I do try to say no when I can and then like it's days like Zay said you work from home I work from home and I get sick of looking I you know I decorate real nice but I get sick of looking at the wall so I want to go somewhere um, so Friday, I try to dedicate that to myself and like go to Metro Center, go shopping, come home, drink wine, chill out. And then Saturday, I want to do something like brunch, something. So speaking of brunch, though, what are y'all favorite brunch spots? And D.C. is like a brunch staple. I feel like it's a vibe. It's a move. So what are your favorite spots to go to? brunch? I got a really basic answer. I love Parker 14's brunch. I think it was the best brunch ever to be created. Um <laughs> I feel like the unlimited food, unlimited drinks, and I also like the vibe. I feel like every brunch spot in D.C. is different. 
I mean, you know how people used to be like, oh, I don't want nobody twerking on my chicken and waffles. Like, I feel like heart <laughs> gives you a really good vibe and you don't have that type of vibe there, even though I don't mind that. I love to get crazy. I love, you know, a little twerking on front. I love, you know, for a little twerking on my chicken and waffles, a little twerking on my chicken and waffles. But um, <laughs> um, I really do like heart. <laughs> I think it's a great place to take someone like their first time being in DC because I think that was my first brunch I ever went to when I came here. And then like it's worth your money. I feel like with other brunches is sometimes a hit or miss, like because you brunch is gonna cost you like a hundred dollars minimum. Yeah, that's true. Even if the even if they have like oh yeah forty five dollar bottle of samosa and entrees, you are gonna get lit. You are gonna want to get a shot. You and know that what I'm saying? in there. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I tip my workers. <laughs> Um, but yeah, definitely park at 14 because my probably my favorite go-to one spot. Yeah, I kinda add to what you said. Park is definitely like a like a DC staple. Friends coming up, you know, niggas want to get together. Let's we go to park. Park gonna cost you the 80 ball off the top of the head. Yeah. Out the gate, eighty dollars. <laughs> but but like she said, like you know what you're getting though. You're getting yeah, bottles okay. of school, bottles of mosas, and a good a good time, good vibe. And you know there's gonna be people there, you wanna meet people, you know, you, you wanna see people. It's yeah. gonna be a good spot to go. Uh, Kitchen Cray is a, is a pretty cool spot. I like going to uh, Milk and Honey. Well, I think they changed it now, but they used to have like an actual like bar and stuff like that where they actually did like a real brunch. So their their brunch used to be good. Um, Brooklyn on you, pretty cool vibe. Uh, Harlot has a pretty good brunch as well. Stop mm, smacking brunch is cool. Yeah, I be going to all the spots. Yeah, I be trying to go to all the spots. But yeah, that, oh. Ben's next door is a good one too. Ben's next door is it, it's, it's kind of like a park, but theirs is a, a little more cheaper if you on a budget. <laughs> so you can kind of still get the same vibes just on cheaper. I'm sure. You didn't mention half smokes. Oh yeah, has everybody smoke. has yeah, a, but, yeah, 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 yeah. Why does everybody have a love hate relationship with half smoke? I, go I ahead. I feel like half smoke is good for what it's good for. Like if you're trying to get drunk. Okay, I'll say go to half. Are we trying to eat good? Then, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. I love yeah. them. Their food isn't the best. I love the strip options. <laughs> they do buy some mosas all day, so that's a win. Yeah, a win is a win. <laughs> I like half smoke. I think the issue with half smoke it, it, it's just like the location because, like, true, that is you very get drunk at brunch. Like, you want to just go to another spot across the street. Have smoke is, is like way down the block, so you, you can get drunk. Now you got to even, you know, niggas be like, man, especially during the summertime. I'm not trying to walk all the way down there, or then now you got to add some more money to go get an Uber or something like that. Instead of you go to Ben's next door, you street right there. You go, you know, you can. It's just I like more Ben's next door food. Y'all like Ben's next door food? It's alright. I do. Thank you. He doesn't. You? Yeah. I don't. Nah, it's cool. It's cool though. It is cool though. They've been they good lately, though. I ain't gonna lie, the last two weeks. Well, what food y'all be eating? Because apparently nobody got good food. <laughs> I mean, my, my favorite brunch spot is Ambar and Cava Mezzan. So, Ambar is in. Uh, um, Ambar, they only have one in uh, Capitol Hill, but Cava Mezzan, they have one in Capitol Hill, but the only one they have now is in Clarendon. So, they're both, they're both like top of style, small place, bottomless mimosas. And their food is like really, really good. Like the music is just like I don't know, random like 
top 40s like pop greek yeah, music no, or whatever I can't do that. See, and i like that i like that oh, okay the music is a part of the brunch experience you listen music to the is a part of the brunch experience. i it depends <laughs> what i'm going for if i'm trying to have a good quality brunch and eat good and get lit i'm gonna go to kava or go to ambar i'm just trying to get lit and drink i'm going somewhere else but for the most part my favorite brunch spot i'm going to kava or i'm going to ambar it's just really good, I'm telling you. Look, I'm over here like <laughs> looking it up like, where is this? <laughs> um, but no, I feel like what? I don't know. Like, I feel like brunch, you have to have the music. You gotta have like the drinks and stuff. But I honestly, I guess like food for me is not that big of a deal, but Ben's is, and I literally hate going there. And we always end up there. But um, which that's is a go-to. But Air Lounge was good when I went, and it was only 65, I think. But you had to pay. Zay <laughs> so doesn't like it. But I think you had to pay <laughs> for like the gratuity, so it ended up being like 80. Oh my but God, I can't miss it. I'm so glad it. it's built in. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, it was cool. It was a vibe. like, And it was bottomless mimosa. <laughs> no, nah, so air was a good time. The only problem that I had with air was like my food kept coming out cold. Oh yeah, they like, had the food too. Even my first, like, I compared them to Park because it's, it's the same bottomless mimosas mm -hmm. and bottomless food. It's the same price, same vibe. So like, if you're gonna try to be like Park, you gotta have you gotta be up to par with them as well. And like, whenever my food came out, it just wasn't hot. It just was not multiple times. Even my first plate wasn't hot. So I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. actually, can I give can I give another brunch ick? I don't like brunches that are like buffet style. Like, I like focus. Focus food is really good, but I don't like the fact that I have to get up and go get it because I yeah. want to be I want to be seated. And I feel like if I got to walk downstairs, especially the stairs, if I got to walk downstairs and walk across the room to get an omelet and a waffle, I'm either going to be end up too lit or I'm not going to get yeah. no food. Or you don't, or yeah. And then if you're wearing heels too. If I'm wearing heels. And I had to go down the steps of air to make my own pancake or waffle or whatever. I was like tipping and then I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> trying to hold the plate like a waiter, not look embarrassed. Like, I'm just like, what is going on? And then you know people looking at you. Like, even if you don't think people looking, they're looking. So you can't drop it. I was like, okay, it's too much. Um, I felt like um, Park Brunch used to be like that. Uh, like, pre-pandemic, it was like that buffet style where you get up and like, get your food. And I think before the pandemic, it also had that big day party vibe. Because right now, Park is more yes. like see it type stuff. Mm -hmm. But back then, they was like wild and twerking, doing all that stuff. But then the pandemic hey. happened, and they had to shift to like the dinner mindset. And they stayed with like the plated, the seated plates, and just kept that uh, model. And I think Focus is trying to get there. The first time I went to Focus for their brunch, I hated it. Like I did not like it at all. <laughs> that's how I met. That's how I met the owner of Focus. Said, "Yeah, it's, it's not that good." And then I've been relationship. <laughs> I put a relationship with him, started doing events with them, and then I recently went there like three weeks ago. I'm like, yo, like, I see the potential. Like, the food is good, and I see it's all somewhere. Like, congrats to y'all. I gotta go. I like focus, uh, but like she said, I went to focus like two, three weeks ago uh, for their brunch, which it, it was a great vibe and everything. But the issue was, you got to get up and get your food, especially it's it's a two story building. So if you're not on the and all the and all the food is on the top floor. So if you on floor one, you got to go up. Then you go through mm -hmm. two pictures of, of mimosas. You don't want to be walking upstairs trying to <laughs> trying to get a plate of food. So yeah, that's I've definitely something they can't work on too. 
And uh, one that we didn't mention was Creole on, on uh, it's Creole on 14. I think that's the name of it. That's a pretty good one, too. I've never been there. I've been to Kitchen Cray, though, when you said that. Okay, yeah. That, I spent, like, almost a hundred some dollars. Um, I think it was, like, 150 I would say the reservations. That's the worst part about Kitchen Cray. Oh, yes. Wait, is that the one where you can't, sorry, is that the one where you can't uh, make reservations or something? Or you have to, like, we were standing in line. Yeah. I remember that. That's ghetto. Yeah. I was like, what? Well, like, y'all, yeah. I'm like, I'm going to just download the Resi app. Yeah. yeah. Tell me when to be here. Right. And then my thing, speaking of brunch and reservations, you have to have a reservation. You can't wake up Saturday saying you're going to go to brunch somewhere. You're not. You have to plan yeah. brunch like two weeks in advance. Yeah. Not you're not. <laughs> you got it. Especially if it's a big group, there's no way yeah. you're going to go with no reservation. Yeah. Like any place you think of is packed, packed out. Yeah. So, yeah, no. Nope. Make sure y'all make your reservations. So going back out, going to going back out, what are some do's and don'ts for your friend group when you go out? Or like, maybe like a do and a don't. Uh, mine is, if you're no, you're, the next shot's going to take you to over the limit, just don't take it. Oh, <laughs> like I, I feel like we all know in our head, like, this is the shot that's going to like mess me up. And if you willingly make that decision, I just don't like that. Cause why would you do that? Cause you know, we, gotta take, Cause we gotta take care of you. Like I don't like that. <laughs> That's true. Okay. Uh, yeah, I would say just don't be the reason that niggas gotta go home. Cause niggas, you know, niggas don't want to go home. A friend, I we trying to have a good time. Then, kind of like he said, shots take you. Like you know your limit. Start throwing up, falling over, stuff like that. Like don't be that guy. I've Wait, been that guy before. That way. What? No, no, I'm just saying. Generally. No, 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 I'm just saying because I've been that guy before. You know, I, I, I follow sleep to where you, you know, yeah, like I got know what the, to do. I've had to throw up nights, but I'm throwing up when I get back home. Like, okay, you know, yeah, I know. On myself, yeah. my house. Yeah, yeah, like don't have it. So you falling yeah. all over the place, and they got to like, come on, bro. That's true. It's over there. <laughs> I think I think a big do like as a group is like kind of having an itinerary yeah. already. Like even though we all said like yeah, you never know what the night is gonna take you. If you sort of one place, but I think you and your friends should always know like what the vibe is gonna be. Like all right, yeah. I know we're going to like this one spot. Are we gonna club hop? Are we gonna decide to stay there all night? Or like, do you mind like standing up the night? Do we get a section? Do you want to go someplace that's more like dance focused or like more vibes, yeah. aesthetic focus? Do you want to be somewhere that's loud? I feel like you should always try to plan that ahead or like kind of know your friends to know like what the vibe is going to be. So that way nobody that. Like, you know, you don't want to end up being a Rose Bar and it's crowded and it's like, you know, I kind of wanted a more chiller, intimate night. We should have went somewhere else type of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Or the music. I Ooh. hate, I hate the, I want to hear like some <laughs> music and I hate going to spots like that. That was a good one. Like, let's let's go ahead and discuss. Let's go to Lost Society. It's got music for everybody. R.I.P. Lost Society. R.I.P. Lost Society. Nah, they just on the renovation. They coming back. They coming back. I know, but I mean, renovations. <laughs> yeah, they do. They do. Now they'll be good by the time summertime comes. Y'all can be back outside at Lost Society. <laughs> um. So is DC is going out in DC worth it? Fine. Yes. Yeah, it's fun. Yes, okay. 
<laughs> so with all the money spent and everything, y'all just think it's worth it. I don't know. I think Everybody I talked to that's retired from the DC nightlife, they said their biggest regret is how much money they spent on going out in DC. That's what they always tell me. Okay. But the memories that I've been making, I don't know. Like, I don't know if I won't have that regret, but still, like, that's in the <laughs> back of my head. Thinking of my exit plan, like, end of the year, I'm retiring, or like, I'm only gonna go out <laughs> for special events. Like, thinking of my exit plan ahead of time. I don't know. I would say it's, it's not even really like if it's worth it or not. It's just kind of like, like the reality. I mean, because like, like, you don't wanna go out. So I think, like, and like, before you go out, you kind of already know what you're getting yourself into. Like, you're just signing yourself up. So I, I definitely enjoy whenever I go out. So I would say it's worth it. It's better than being in the house anyway. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely agree with Isaiah. Um, it's worth it. Do I think I could have saved a few more dollars? Maybe yes. But for the most part, like, you know, it's the memories you make, man. Yeah. You know, everybody, everybody out having fun. We having a good time. You know, we all work. So, hey, it is what it is. We all work. <laughs> <laughs> the money gonna come back. The vibes can't can't replace. The come vibes. on, somebody. <laughs> that's my, that's my biggest that downfall. Talk. That's the biggest downfall. I'll make the money right back. That like, is the biggest downfall. Because then at that point, you just spent about. <laughs> I feel like it's worth it, but yeah. I do want to like find some other stuff to do. It's always like a good laugh the next day. Like me and Chantez do our recaps of the the whole <laughs> night. You remember that? You, you remember this? Yeah, that's the best part, right? To talk it out. Like, I feel like I yeah. saw that. The next I don't know the next day. Oh, you can go ahead. And I was going to say, like, the next day phone call, like, when you crap and everything, like Brooke said, you're looking at pictures, you're looking at your close friends, and yeah. you see fun you had, or, like, talking about your night. Because even though you'd be in the same place with, like, your friends and stuff, y'all can have two extremely different nights being different in the same. Nights, so I think yeah. part of the going out experience, and that's probably the funner part. Yeah, and then on Sundays too, part of the recap is when you check your account. <laughs> you like, oh, I was, wild. <laughs> I was, I was wilding last night. <laughs> I was wilding last night. You could have that part yeah. out. <laughs> I was wilding last night. <laughs> I'll be, I'll be scared sometimes. I just keep going. I've been, I've been a, a week, a week without looking. I said, I, I don't need this energy in my life right now. Okay, I still haven't looked from last night. I don't. I try to take it. Album for future Shantas, not for right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the name of the episode is called Drink, Drink, Drunk because that's DC. No, just kidding. Um, so what are your top three like lineups for DC places that could that fit like the categories of drink, drink, and then you just drunk? Or like what's a good night? Your three lineups that you'll take some money. Mm. Is this including brunch? I was gonna say if you want, you can include brunch because. You got to include brunch, right? You got to start somewhere. <laughs> um, I would say a perfect night in D.C. Drink at a happy hour. So I would do like a park happy hour. You got the $5, $7, whatever it is. Food. Drink a little bit. Drink. Go to um, the CL Social Club. It's a rooftop bar. Get some nice little cocktails. Have a chill time. Then after that, Drunk and go to Abigail because that is my favorite club in DC. I've never been there. Okay. Uh, you can go ahead, John. No, you go ahead, brother. <laughs> All right. So, depending on the day, if it's a Friday, uh, kind of like you said, we start at happy hour. That's cool. 
But if, if it's a Saturday, we're going to start at brunch. You know, we go to brunch. Like I said, Park, Ben's, Brooklyn, one of those. We're going to hit the – and then right after brunch, I prefer to do brunch at like like a 2 o'clock time frame because then by the time you finish brunch about 4 o'clock, the day party starts. You know, you get to a two-hour reservation. Then after brunch, you probably go to Law Society, stay there for a little bit, turn it up. Then after you leave there, go home for a little bit. Because now you're <laughs> you, you drunk as hell. <laughs> All right, niggas, you, you got to recoup. You know, niggas not built to be out all day no more. So you got to go home, get your little nap in, you know, get your whatever you do at the house. I, I can't. I can't do that. If I go home, I'm not. You're going right to now. bed. <laughs> no, I'm saying you get home about seven. You get home about seven, seven thirty, eight. Come back out around like eleven. No, no. Yeah. I'm in. <laughs> Once I leave my house at two p.m. for brunch, I'm out until two a.m. Like that's yeah. it. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Niggas got to recoup. You got to get yourself some. some okay, juice. so after you, you go home, what's your what's your last spot? Uh, just hit U Street and just see what the vibes is. Honestly, I mean, unless you're trying to like go to a specific spot and get a section, mm-hmm. and uh, I like Privilege. I've been to Privilege a couple of times. They they section was type lit. I would say Privilege was a good time in DC when I went there. But U Street kind of be hit or miss though, really. So it's kind of hard to really say a specific spot sometimes, yeah. unless you like know for sure like what you're getting into. I think my perfect lineup depends on like who I'm with. Cause I feel like I have two different vibes, types of friends. So I feel like I would either, I would always start at a park at 14 for brunch. And then I would make my way to U Street, Law Society. And then I just went to Privilege. I was like my first, second time going. So I would, I like Privilege too, as like my end of the night, or I would do Brooklyn, even though it gets packed in Brooklyn, but like, you know, my mayor of U Street vibes, if I'm staying on U Street the whole day, then it would be Ben's next door, <laughs> eat my chicken and waffles, and then probably still be Law Society or Brooklyn for a day party. And then after that, you know, I like to end my night at hookah lounges. So Unity, Right Spot, MK Lounge, Alice isn't a hookah lounge, but I've been going to Alice a lot lately. And that's really a nice spot too. But I'm also like, I'm a type of person where it's like 4 a.m. Like, what's the next move? So any after spots too? Yep, everyone's eyes just bulged. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm the type of person who's like, what's the next move at 4 a.m.? So Cloud Lounge sometimes has after moves. I would do that. Uh, and if the sun is rising when I get home, the sun is rising when I get home. And that's a good night. <laughs> or you. No, you got to tap into the after hours. They be ran, ran by the Ethiopians all over. They be lit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Trying to take my ass home. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> You're two different people. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, John. Um, I would definitely say, you know, on a Friday night, you definitely got to hit a happy hour, but you got to hit the right happy hour, right? Mm-hmm. It's a thing about hitting the right happy hour with the right prices. Um, it, It's a great bar, man, that we used to have called DC Reynolds. Um, they do buy one, get one. So you buy one drink, you get another drink free. And then happy hour was like four o'clock to like four to like ten every day, Monday through Friday. So mm, you know you gotta make sure, yeah. No, nah, those are smart. Hey. <laughs> so it's like you go there, you go to a good spot, you know, don't pay too much, right? Because you gotta set you gotta pace yourself for the night, right? 
Um, and then let's say, you know, especially on a Friday night, um, I would, I used to go to red light lounge, right? It's a, it's a real, like, it's not too hype, but it's, it's a real chill feel. It's okay. a good, it's a cuteness to it, you know? It's sexy. <laughs> Ooh, <no. laughs> you know? um, on Saturdays, right? On Saturdays, you can go ahead and, um, you know, obviously you start off at brunch. If you got to start somewhere on U Street, um, I'm going to definitely go with default. I'm going to go with Beans. You know, they definitely had vibes. Okay. Um, Thank you. Yeah, we can could, we could act like we don't. Act like Barry's don't got the vibes all we want. Exactly. Yeah. Shout out my man Big Ben, man. Um, but seriously, you know, you go to Ben's, you know, and then you gotta go to Law Society. Law Society is hey, say what you want. That's the best thing to hit DC since financial aid did. It's it. It's it because it mixes things, right? It's like a rooftop party in a sense. Right, and we all know how. Like, I don't know if y'all been to rooftop parties, but it's rooftop parties are it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I guess my three would be if I'm going to brunch, it's gonna for me, it's gonna be half smoke, even though everybody has issues with it, because I set myself up right. I set my pockets up right, so I go to half smoke. I get my mimosas. I'm like drunk, you know. I'm feeling it, and then. Because it's a good vibe in Hasbrook. I will say the music is good. I'm just here for music and I love music. So, yeah. Um, smoke or bins, but I always end up spending like $300 for a little bit of nothing. So I just felt confused. Um, so I do smoke, and then I do Law Society because I will go to Law Society every day. Like when I found out about it, I was like, this is my spot. Um, just because like the vibes that like, you can dance, you can chill, you can do hookah, if you do hookah, you can do whatever. So like, I like it, it's a vibe. And then lastly, I would do now Alice. Like we went to Alice last week and we had so Friday. much fun. Monday. No, we went Friday. Friday. Not Friday. Not Ooh. We went Friday <laughs> and it was so much fun. <laughs> and I just feel like it's a certain type of person that I look for when I go out and those people were there so I really enjoyed it and I guess um well that concludes this podcast uh for the DC content I want to say thank you guys for coming on and giving me your time and yeah it's been great so thank you yeah. it was a pleasure thank you I appreciate it cool. yeah definitely thanks for having us bro the best all right y'all i really hope you enjoyed this episode i hope you gathered some things that you didn't know about dc if you knew some things about dc if you're excited about nightlife now maybe you have some places to add i really hope you enjoyed this episode as always make sure to leave a review and a rating at the podcast we would love to see your feedback and hear from you it's just below your screen can't wait to see it Take care of yourself. Remember to tag us in your selfie care on Instagram. And as always, never judge anyone because you don't know their story. All right. See y'all on the next one.